minute kind of opening thing and then you you continue yeah. to do it after oh i've been do- yeah it, it's my out so it's my outlet like okay. you can't I, I i stress this to anyone if you have a nine to five find an outlet whether yeah. it's painting whether it's stand-up whether it's literally playing cards with friends yeah find an outlet and my outlet is uh yeah i do stand-up and uh, it's fun like i do a lot of stand-up i do a lot of improv and uh, that's for me where if I had a bad day or whatever, I just go on stage, I make people laugh, and everything's good again. Yeah. And what, what, where do you, wh- what's, what's the fodder for your comedy? Like, where do you get, and what do you like to talk about? Where do you get inspiration from? Um, yeah, I'm pretty observation, observational. You're an, uh, you're an observational yeah. comic? Uh, I, in Egypt, there's a period of time where I was crazy political, which was awesome. Like, that was some of my <laughs> best material. Okay. However, I'm not anymore because I don't want to go to jail. Did you uh, did you get in trouble for anything? No, like, look, compared to what people got into, no. Okay, like, but you just I got had, nervous. I had awkward run-ins. I've had scary moments, but if somebody was to be like, "So you ever you ever get in stuff?" I no, nah, not really. Like, I had I had this one joke about uh, what's his name there, uh, Morsi. Yeah. Uh, so Mubarak. Uh, Hosni Mubarak used to have like custom made suits. Okay. That used to actually say his last name as the pinstripes. Oh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, he, all, like, like little. Like, I don't know about you guys. That's really boss. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of I, I didn't want to say it, but he just yeah. said yeah, it. Yeah, it was like, like Mubarak, like, like really tiny Mubarak. Like and then, stripes going yeah. down your. Yeah. 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 When you look like, from afar, it looks like pinstripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's very self affirming. <laughs> this yeah, is who I am. I am a bark. In case he ever I'm a wonders. Blessing. Or maybe he's a bit dyslexic. He doesn't know and he always needs a reference, like a visual reference. Uh, M. Not. B. So, there was a video of Morsi. He was talking, I think, on German television and he was playing with his junk. Oh, really? He was talking to the Australian. He was talking to, like, an Australian foreign. Uh, minister, I think, and he was just, you know, playing with his junk a bit too long. He felt comfortable. He, he, <laughs> and, uh, he felt, he felt like he was at home. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was all like, so I like, I had so this you whole, ripped into. I had this whole it. bit being like, yo, like, you, you, listen, man, you're pres- you can't be playing with your junk for thirty minutes. Like, if I know that I can't do that, then I was like, yo, they should get like husband Barks Taylor to make him a custom made thing where he can holster his rocket, like, <laughs> you know, like, like, it's okay, like that, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was like, it was a quick play on that, it was just like, but then you got nervous, um, no, no, I, I performed it fine, uh, I walk off stage, a security guard comes up, he's like, uh, you can't talk about the president like that, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I, I did, <laughs> and then he's like, okay, um, it's against the law, I'm like, no, it's not, and he's like, okay, well, I'm calling the cops, and I'm reporting you, 
Really? And I'm like, cool, what's my name? And he's like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, okay, cool. And I just ran, went to my car, and drove <laughs> off. And I was like, that's kind of the end of that problem. I'm out. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to sit but here and that, see how this plays out. It's interesting, because that threat, that threat yeah. that I'm going to call, I'm, you know, it's illegal yeah. and you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Some people, well, if, if, you d- if you did that in Toronto... For mm. whatever reason, yeah. they'd be like, you know what? And then he'd go. Someone would go. A comic would go back up on stage exactly. in front of him, him and do yeah. it again and yeah, again yeah. and again because that's a heckler. That's, that's not. A heckler, a, do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I mean, but, yeah, that would be really Arab, weird, though. In the Arab world, in the Arab world, it's a, no. You don't go up to, on like, stage right like, now. Yeah. But I mean, like, you, it wouldn't stop you from. You wouldn't kill the joke. No, no. I still, I still did that joke for a while. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah I didn't okay. stop it. I just didn't sit around and wait to see what he was going like, to call the cops. Like, I was like, nah, I'm just going to go home I'm gonna, now. I'm going to go yeah. home You now. don't know my name, and what are you going to tell the cops? Like, this guy came up and did a really dumb... <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you should have heard yeah, his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and yeah, it's, it's really interesting because we talk about self-censorship <coughs> quite a bit. Yeah, we, we do, do self-censor quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And it's something that as an artist or as somebody who creates or tells stories, you become you begin to feel very frustrated around the five year mark yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you know. And and that's something I think we have to learn to navigate. Yeah, I, I'm still figuring it out. So how's it been know. so far with doing stand up over here in terms of expression and stuff? Yeah. Um I mean like look you get you get the rules, you understand the rules, you play by the rules and you make a material work. And I think yeah. like as fun as like number one like there's not a lot of politics stuff here to really joke about. No, like, no. like, like I, I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple of comics try to like make the odd joke, and I'm just like, it's not really that good. Like, well, but that's the thing. You're, you're, like, you're in a country like you're where, like, where your rulers are idolized yeah. and they're actually yeah. loved, and, yeah, and loved they can and walk out in a street with no security, like with that. Yeah, kind but of it's also like, so. like. You know, he showed up at, uh, like, the sheikh showed up at people's offices to make sure they're doing their job. What are you going to go on stage and make like, fun well, of? Like, how are you going to make fun yeah. of that? Wow, damn, it's so cool having the ruler that actually, you know, makes sure that things are being taken care of. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. It's just not, um, so, I don't know, I just, I don't find there's a lot. Uh, to make fun of. To, like, in Egypt, it's just like, like <laughs> oh my God. Like, you're just drowning in material. Like, it's to a point where you got to, like, you can put together a 60 minutes in 60 minutes. Like, you can, like, you can, you can have a comedy special every, like, 20 minutes if you wanted in Egypt. It's just nonstop. There's just nothing. Um, I don't like dirty jokes. Yeah. So, I remember, like, I remember my first show in Ottawa. Uh, the entire show was blue. Like, everyone kept going up and just doing dirty material. Yeah. And it was, like, dirty to a point that was uncomfortable. It's and it wasn't and it yeah. wasn't killing. Like, no one no, was, like, yeah. dying. I think everyone you kind of like, giggle at first. Yeah. And then yeah. when, you, when the fourth comic... It becomes comic re- yeah. repetitive. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Done, and, like, and I remember just being, like... So is this like and I got like I went up there I did my did material you do okay? and it, yeah dude in the Ottawa show I, I I destroyed but then I remember I had a show in Toronto it was an audition for not last comic stand uh, something like last comic standing okay. the diversity program at NBC mm-hmm. okay and I remember everyone went in with like crazy filthy material but actually really structural like like yeah. Louis C.K. quality filthy yeah okay. like where it's filthy but it's still a well crafted joke. And I remember it was like, dirty joke, dirty joke, dirty joke. And then I go on stage and was like, 
you know, growing up in Canada, I couldn't find a Halloween costume. And it's like, <laughs> like I literally was like, all right, I'm going I'm to just go home I'm now. I'm just going to go home now. Uh, <laughs> work it out. Like, Mom, I want cereal. Like, <laughs> like I, I literally look like a five-year-old compared to everybody. Because everyone's like, you know, I'm with my girlfriend. We're like, dude. And I'm all but, like, yeah, I, yeah. Think, yeah. I went and caught the, the show down in uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Uh, it was Carlos Mencia, Eddie Griffin, and Charlie Murphy. Oh, how was it? Holy Insane. Yeah, and um, Aaron Spears was supposed to be here. He couldn't make it, so they had another guy oh, just no. go perform instead. And it was it was very last minute, too. Like, this friend called up, like, listen, I got those tickets. You want to roll? Do you want to come? Yeah. I was like, I'm not driving, but yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> so we went down, and I think it was us and probably a few, maybe another group of friends who were Arab, and that was it. The rest were all... African American teachers from Elaine and Whoa. Marines and military okay. guys. No way. Just, the whole, yeah. just, we're probably just a little bit of Arabs in that. So place. yeah, you're the last the Las Vegas Karama shoppers exactly. in the corner. <laughs> that, exactly, that was us. And we're like dead center. The unit yeah. in the right? corner. Yeah. I'm a Karama boy in the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But nobody even cared about us. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. I was like, oh, what a Mar- like, oh, where are Marines at? And then you hear and then, them on the corner. And then the crowd like, oh, where are Navy wild. at? And then they, you know. Yeah, and then it's like, um. Anyone all right, else. anyway. <laughs> Other. How is the Eddie others. Griffin? So, yes. So, Charlie Murphy. I was really excited about seeing Charlie Murphy. Like, yeah. If you've caught him on yeah. Chappelle, this yeah. guy is exciting to watch. And he goes into drugs and dirty jokes and he takes that road. Yeah. And if you've seen Eddie Griffin stand up before, I think maybe five jokes from that I've seen on a, on a stand-up DVD. Oh, okay, mm. so you're right? kind of going so like, to watch uh, the easy? DVD. Come on, man. Yeah. I was yeah. hoping for something new. And when he started talking about new stuff, he spoke about some shows in Sa- he did in Saudi. Oh, okay. So he started ripping on Saudi people and, you know. Like, yeah, uh, that's a bit uncomfortable. And <laughs> he was very comfortable. He was just, he was getting drunk on stage. And I think halfway through, uh, he was out. No way. Yeah, it was a- and then so half of the jokes became mumbles. Oh, oh no oh. way. Yeah, yeah, like in that sense. I was, I was, I hate, <laughs> I, you know what, I, I, this is terrible. It I'm going to say yeah. it. When someone's falling from grace, I feel bad, yeah. but I'm watching. Like yes. I'm like turned, I'm locked in, and I'm leaning in, and I'm right? watching, and I cannot wait. Because <laughs> oh, <man. Exactly. laughs> you didn't stop. You nope. weren't like, oh, Eddie, you let me going. help you. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop nope, drinking. It's not good for you. You, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you just need to know how far it's gonna go. Yeah, totally. you have. To, it's it's a train wreck. You're not gonna turn away. You gotta be like, yo, <laughs> yeah. no. what are they doing what is, now? What? Is, what? <laughs> right, and that's the moment where like you're at the edge of your yeah, seat. Yeah, you're like, like oh, literally. Yeah. What's gonna happen yeah. now? Well, and and then, but so it he he it, it took a nosedive. Yeah, like, it took a nosedive. Um, was it interesting or was it like more like angry mumble? Or was it no? Like, it was interesting and weird at the same. So on on stage, and I and for some reason they had these trees that look like Christmas trees with the lights on them, <laughs> what? which Where are, were nobody you? understands. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, I was out it's, there. It's, like, <laughs> it's a stand-up comedy <laughs> show. I don't know why you got to get creative on stage. You don't really need much; just a stool and a bottle of no, water. But, but that's funny, <laughs> though. That's yeah. funny. Right? The trees with the lights yeah. is funny, and so, it's a comedy show. So right? <laughs> and to make matters worse, they had a black sofa with two pillows that had pugs on them. Yes, God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I missed this show. Yeah, I mean, just the stage setup in itself was a joke, and I loved it. Halfway through, he drops the mic. And goes and starts talking to the trees. No way. Like the trees and Mike is like, what the f- 
fuck is this? <laughs> Why do I have a Christmas? And no, he but he's asking a legitimate question. In his <laughs> yeah. drunken state, the man was still coherent. <laughs> Why is there a tree on stage? Why is there a couch right? with pugs and, on and it? And they're all key questions. <laughs> and he didn't decide to ask up until that point. And he's just standing there talking to the tree for oh a while. Oh, my God. And we're like, um, we can't, we can't hear you. We can't you. hear yeah. you? We're up in the front, and we're like, oh, dude. We can't hear you. No speak way. Up. You know, yeah. And so did they? Did, how did it kind of end? How did it get to the end? Like, did, <laughs> did it? Did you guys just politely leave? Like, like, yeah. I guess, I guess we're gonna head out. Yeah, you uh, can't. You <laughs> cannot leave a train. Sorry, right. Ed. <laughs> you cannot just walk out from such a train. You gotta sit and watch. Um, <laughs> he has. I mean, he comes in that. So before I get to that, the 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 common theme they all had, I guess. They were very apologetic for their politics. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So they're all playing that card. Of, yeah. Oh, we're in the Middle East. Let's talk about that. Even yeah. though, even though the majority, the majority of people of in the audience, uh, yeah, I don't were... think they expected them to be a majority. I guess. Oh wow! I mean, you look around, you see a Kandora or two, a couple of Ibayas. Yeah, but two. once you see the Kandora, you're like, it. I'm so sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, I, um, not to cut you off. Yeah. That hap- That exact like sometimes you plan a show out. Mm-hmm. So I got booked on the show in Montreal called Fasting and Furious by uh, Fasting and Furious. Fasting and Furious. Yes. Yeah, it was during Ramadan or right after Ramadan. <laughs> Love it. And uh, it was a friend, uh, Noor. Hadid, D, yeah, Hadidi, who put it together, and um, I remember I was sitting there, I'm on the bus from Ottawa to Montreal, and I'm just working on my set, and I'm like, oh, Fasting and Furious, it's going to be all Arabs, okay, I'm going to do a bunch of Arab and Muslim-based jokes. Yeah. And then I get to the venue. Because we love them. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're here talking to me when I'm yeah. in the audience. Yeah. I... I have my set together I'm like okay yeah I'm good and then one of the comedians comes out and she's like I'm bringing all my friends and right after the second like it's like record scratch it's like okay I need to investigate a bit more I'm like oh you know what are they like like who are your friends and they're like, she's like oh my god it's a bunch of white girls from America <laughs> who, are ju- who are Jewish and I was like oh no. okay all my Arab Muslim man <laughs> jokes are not going to You're fly like, oh, with no. this crowd. Yeah, and he's like, so. and I forgot my Toronto Raptors had at home. Yeah. Well, I've only got the Rockefeller Records one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I literally just went on stage with a pumpkin spice latte and like, I was like, I got you guys. Do you guys just well, love Gossip Girl? <laughs> no, uh, no, so I had to like on stage, I had to kind of rewrite my set. No way. Like, on the spot, on the spot. And I so just, if you yeah. could do it, what's going on with these guys? Because right? uh, they're, they're set in their way. Yeah. Why? Like, okay, I'll put it to you this way. Uh, um, you went to this show. Yeah. And you went to Kevin Hart's show. Yeah. Do you not see? You, do you, Major difference. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Difference? Kevin Kevin Hart is somebody who's still developing material, yeah. writing I material, see. performing. These are guys who people will pay to see them. The, the same side. The, the, the jokes them. that yeah. Because it's dumb. Like, I see it. Yeah. I see the same it. way okay. you said, I'm stoked to see Charlie Murphy yeah. because Chappelle show. Okay. Exactly. It wasn't because like. So all Charlie Murphy kind of has to do is just show up and not screw up. Pretty so he's just got to kind of exactly. do the same jokes, yeah. even then you'll like, be like, it was funny, he did this joke. And he like, did screw up. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> just <that was> fly. <laughs> Sounds like you had a great night. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like, like, so these guys, they no longer, like Eddie Griffin, I believe, is like a Las Vegas resident comic. Yeah. yeah. So he's at a point now where it's literally the same set every night and that. He doesn't have to develop material, come up. Because developing material, you got to suck for a while. Like, you have to bomb repeatedly. Really? Oh, my God, yes. Blah. 
like Aziz Ansari always tells like the great story of like one of his first nights of like doing stand up. He saw Chris Rock come in. And he's like, oh my god, Chris Rock's going to do material in front of us, and he bombed. And he was like, and then Chris Rock just walked right by. I was like, yep, that material didn't work, and like he just walked out. And it was like one of those where you're like, oh, oh so, so everyone that's bombs. The job. So that's so, yeah. the job. You gotta go, you gotta, you gotta bomb, go. you gotta test, and then you gotta... And then you out. just rework and rework until you figure it out. It's a long process. It's a hard process. It's a true artistic yeah. creative writing process. Exactly. It's actually mm. like that's the craft of mm. writing. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it just happens to be and writing it's great. and You get to just comedy. test it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because if we did that for music or for fashion or mm. for... Maybe construction in some circumstances. <laughs> My carpentry. Uh, your uh, carpentry. Uh, if you honored the fact that you're going to bomb in order yeah. to be great, uh, I think maybe we'd be better at what we do. Yeah. Because yeah. I can I can say that you know now that once I, I'm at a point in in our business where there's not much room to screw up on some circumstances. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. not. That's why we have to do love projects because those are the places where we develop, we innovate, we grow. And I guess you built into stand up is that necessity to constantly yeah. bomb. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there are big comics in Britain now who do these, uh, it's called, like, new material shows. Okay. And it's like, look, for five bucks, you will see one of the this, biggest comedians. That's great. But he's just going to be rifling off, like, two hours worth of new material. And you're a focus group. And if you like, like, they're not going to be put together. Don't yeah. expect, like, so I'm at the mall last week. Like, no. They don't it's going to be, <laughs> joke. Yeah. It's gonna be like, a yeah. machine gun of jokes, and then he's just going to keep fine-tuning it every week. That's until, very cool. And it's uh, it's what you do when you're building material for a show, and it's how you test things out. And mm. how would you do that here, though? Yeah, how do you do that um, here? Well, so these are these are how the big comics yeah. do Here, you literally just do the shows. Okay. And you... Like your material bomb, and you like I have a rule: if a joke bombs three times, then I stop doing that joke. Okay, like, it's obvious that the joke's not working. But if it bombs once and does really well another time, then I'm like, oh, okay, wait, there might be something. It could be the, the audience. T- audience was and yeah, yeah, you just do that to develop your material. So by the end of it, you end up with like a solid fifteen twenty. Really? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and then you start performing that around, and you hope that gets you somewhere. And then you put together, you try to put together like something that you can send. Uh, to agents or whatever to book to shows, book, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, you just is there go. is there an industry to book in town? Like, is there enough in t- here in Dubai? I mean, to mm. book comedy, like, uh, not not, re- not, not really, yet. no, uh, not yeah. yet. Uh, I think there are some people, you know, like Dubai, those yeah. those guys, they're, they're they book really well. Um, you know, they 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 have made a lot of good connects. Um, I mean. There might be. Uh, I don't want stand up to ever be my full time thing. You don't. No. Explain like, that. It's it's my outlet. Yeah. It's my outlet. If my outlet becomes my main source, it stops being an outlet, and now starts being a point of stress. And yeah. And then the thing that I was doing out of love, I'm now doing out of necessity, and it's no longer fun for me. Yeah. I like get that. the shows that I dread the most are the high paying shows. Like, a guy will come and, like, we're going to pay you this much to do a show. And as soon as they do, I'm like, oh, man, this show's going to go terribly. You're like, don't pay me. Because, yeah, like, <laughs> honestly, sometimes you, like, obviously I'm not going to be like that. I'm like, I got bills. But, um. <laughs> Give me that money, but yeah. don't make me feel like <laughs> I'm making but, a lot but, of money. You know what? Don't tell me, tell me later <laughs> you'll pay me. Yeah. Um, but no, honestly, uh, I don't, it's my outlet. It's where I get to release. Uh, I would much rather just, like, be, like, write scripts and stuff like that make that my main source of income why 
Uh, Isn't that also the same concept? If you're passionate about it, then it becomes work. Mm. Uh, so there's a market for scripts. Yeah. And like, there's a formula for scripts, and you don't bear your soul as much in front of an audience mm. who might just not respond to things. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know, like script writing, and especially script writing for film. Um, it, there is a true creative therapeutic process in it, but it's also for very formulaic, and you can, yeah. you know. Ne- negotiate in within scenes, within acts, within characters, um, but I feel like maybe stand up is very well. I guess stand up, you need to keep yeah. the passion going, and the f- you have to t- have your own sense of humor about yeah. Or you become it. Eddie Griffin and Abu Dhabi mm. talking to a yeah, tree. Exactly. <laughs> then, yeah, exactly. That's end the thing. Up yeah. Exactly. Because I feel like with stand up, you're that guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's my goal in life now. I literally <laughs> like, I got big goals. Yeah. I got yeah. big dreams. I'm just gonna go to my next show. and Be like, yo, guys, <laughs> we got a tree. Grab a tree. I saw Eddie Griffin do it. I think he's gonna work for me. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Uh, um, it's also look stand up. The minute I book a stand up show, like the minute I tell a guy, like, okay, cool, I'll be there on Thursday, I'm actively trying to get out of that show. Really? Yeah. Like no joke. This is straight up. Is serious. this like cold feet or it, what's what's the reason? Yeah, it's um I think a lot of comedians will agree with me on this. We love every second of being on stage. Yeah, I dig that. Like every second you're on stage, you're like this is why I do it. I see that. The second and and if the show goes well, the after from that is like, yeah, okay, this is good. Like the come down's fun. But every minute from the second you say yes, I'll book that show till you get on that stage it's hectic, is yeah. okay. What if that joke? Oh, that joke's not gonna work. Oh, I don't want. And it's that's just, exactly what there. you said about yeah, your you your panic right. before yeah. the show. When I did the six degrees thing, I was fine on the thing. I just it was very comfortable. But every moment up to that point, I'm like, why the hell did I say yeah. yes? I don't yeah. want to do this. I don't want to do this. But when I do it, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I I literally it's I always feel bad. Because I have friends who are like, hey, hey, we're coming out to, we're going to come watch you tonight. And then they come to the show, and then they, like, realize that I'm not going to talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 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 they'll be like, yo, why don't you come sit with us? You're like, no, no, I'm about to, like, grab my pants. I don't think I'm going to want me to sit Yeah, they'll come and be like, oh, man, you look so nervous. I'm like, yes. I, you're like, yes, I, I legitimately am. am. Move away from Thank me. you. Uh, <laughs> Don't thank touch you for me. your support. Yeah. As you can see from my hand shaking <laughs> like crazy. Uh, so yeah, um, from the second I book a show, yeah, I'm trying to actively get out of it. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like that. So to me, that's a bit. Well, I was I was actually saying this to you. But it, it's a bit like you want to beat yourself up. Like you mm, kind of. Yeah. Can you explain? And I, I actually. I forgot. I didn't. Not forgot. I. I just didn't. It didn't come up until this moment. I actually was a waitress at Yuck Yucks in Mississauga, oh, yeah, yeah. which mm. is like a comedy club for to pay bills while I was in university, and I noticed so many comics that went through. And I saw Russell Peters before. Mm. Well, the great thing about Russell was that he would call all of his friends to come and sit. Mm. He would pack the house with his wow. friends, right? Wow. So. And I loved watching that first. And a lot of great comics kind of came through the Yuck Yuck circuit. All of uh, so many of those guys were terribly depressed. Yeah. And I need. Is it and I wanna. I wanna understand that compulsion. Like, uh, I maybe they're maybe they're hypersensitive individuals. Like yeah. hypersensitive, as in like very in tune with human emotion, and mm. you know. But I noticed so many of those guys. We when I would sit and you know with them in the back and just kind of talk. I noticed that so many of them had a depressive. You don't have that at all, yeah, but like uh, a depressive aura. Mm. And then when I think of things like Robin Williams or yeah, yeah, what's what is it about the, um, the industry that 
draws okay. people to that. So, public speaking is of most people's greatest fear. Yeah. Like, other than death, I believe it's the second. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. No, yeah. apparently it's higher than death. Oh, is it higher than Some death? Some people would yeah. rather die, die than, than public speaking, yeah. which is mad to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't mean. have that fear at all. Um, so, for people who... Our whole job is to go on stage and tell jokes. Which is... And make people yeah. laugh. Which... That's really hard. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's it's and it's a lot of unnecessary pre- pressure that you put on <laughs> that's, yourself. That's my point exactly. It's like, <laughs> self, it's like you're, you're self-flagellating. <laughs> the other thing is, um, a lot of people... So, on the depressed point of view... I'm just curious not yeah, to say you'd have an answer. No, no, no. Because, no, I... Like, like I had... Like, I had... Uh, especially in the early phase... You, you feel like you're not a true comedian unless you are depressed in a way. Like it, it's part of like, That's like so the, the like. Um, I think it's because uh, number one, you have like you're just working on material and you're trying to make other people laugh, but you naturally you're not really making yourself laugh. Yeah. So you're you're trying to make everyone else laugh, but no one's really making you laugh, okay. and that's why I think some people have depression. The other thing is, if you look at who a lot of comedians are, they weren't the cool kids in school. No, you're we were right. O- we were often the other the, the class clowns or the people who we floated in all the different socials, and we just tried to fit in. Mm. And um, so you have that mentality grow, and then you're growing older with that mentality. Like I still have that till today, where like. When I'm hanging out with people, it's like, am I fitting in? Am, am I doing a good job? Mm. Okay, I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to get kicked out of this hangout. <laughs> uh, then, you're, you're 29 years old and you still don't want to get kicked out of a hangout. That's yeah. so funny. It's, that's it's horrible, yeah, but yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, so that I think that's why um, I, I I had a. Man, when Robin Williams died, that was a really rough time to be a comedian. Yeah. Because everybody and their mother were coming to you being like, Are you okay? Are you, <laughs> are you, you know, and it's And then all they're like, like passing a pamphlet yeah, across yeah, the yeah, table. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I have to be like, Oh, actually, you know, he had like, they, they, he had other psychological issues. But what, you like, have nothing like, to do with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, but you have, no, but I can't tell you how many times I had the conversation. Like, yeah, and I even raised he, it right now yeah, when you, I was like yeah. asking my question. Like, I, raised the, I raised it, yeah. And it's a question I will always get. Uh, be like, yo, why, why are comedians depressed? And yeah, it's like I said, um, we we're constantly searching for validation. Yeah. That's our entire business. Our whole is please like me, please, please <laughs> but like isn't me. Isn't that any performer? Isn't that any not performer? An entertainer? No, 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 because no. if you're a guitarist, you're, you have a guitar shielding you. <laughs> like you literally have. <laughs> what, so what's it, so? Because you DJ, right? No, I, I DJed D- once. Once that one time like, you DJ. That was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> really great one time People you DJ. <laughs> um, you did you feel a difference in yeah, that? Absolutely. Did you feel a need for validation? You were so like I did. I did a joke one time on the guitar. Yeah. Like Dimitri Martin style, and to say that I felt such a more ease of doing this because you can hide behind something. That's so interesting. Mm. You can't like. It's like that podium. It's. I hate I hate standing behind. Podiums. I don't stand. Yeah. Well, I, I podiums it. are like higher, taller than me. Yeah. Like they don't. Build, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> they don't build, build podium, podiums for me. So I'm always I'm not gonna stand on a stool mm. or a, <laughs> I'm a woman of dignity. <laughs> so I hated podiums. Yeah, you just no. walk walk away from them. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like even if 
an author. It's basically there's nothing in between. So like you're you're an author, yeah, mm. of jokes. Yeah. It's jokes you have to present it in front of you. There's no shield. Like I'm not, if an author gives me a book, he's far away. I'm reading his book. You don't have to. See and it's my the face. difference between a scriptwriter and a, a stand-up comic yeah. as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because as a scriptwriter, you write that and like, oh, go act it. And, and you're yeah. gonna see it in a visual. I don't yeah. have to be there. But it there's becomes no interpreted. Shield. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, sh- yeah. It does. And yeah. like the smallest thing can ruin a joke. Like you could be delivering something and then Some somebody spills you. a drink and you're like, oh what? And you're li- <laughs> literally second away from the punchline. And then you say the punchline, and everyone's like, "Oh, it doesn't oh. hit." And it's like, <laughs> "Stop you know, filling your drinks!" Yeah, it's like, "Yeah, damn it, Johnny." Uh, so, I think comedy and probably maybe poetry are the yeah. most bare, and it's why, like, if people are like, "Oh, but what about lead singers?" Because you you could be saying like, "Oh, you have something." Well, they have a whole band. No, there's melody. There's yeah. melody yeah. to catch melody. on to. There's yeah. rhythm to catch on to. That's what you're presenting. But you're, you're the whole package. For, for comedy, would, what about jazz? Yeah, no, even even jazz performance. Yeah, like, yeah. okay, no, you but like that's the thing. Like Cat Williams yeah. at the height of his career said that the, as well. The improv, uh, the improvisation of jazz. That's what yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. But you still yeah. have instruments. But you still have an instrument. Yeah, you're you're literally just you. It's just you. And you can, and the other problem with comedy, like a band performing, you man, bands are so whiny. They'll be like, I hate when people are like, play the hits. It's like, that's the worst you have to deal with. <laughs> we have people be like, not funny. And like, yeah, and then, oh. Thank you. Thank you so it's much. a yes or a no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's binary. They it's laugh like, or they don't laugh, yeah. and it's binary. And it is yeah. almost like the Hunger Games. And it's night. like you're on the stage, and every time there is not a laugh happening, you're, you're failing. failing. Yeah. You're failing. It's only like the the worst feeling on the world (laughs) is when you think you have a punchline and you're like, so then I did this, nothing, and then you gotta be like, just crickets on the back. Okay, so, um, (laughs) so last week I'm out. Like you have to act like that joke. The things going through your mind. Why didn't that work? Did that work? Did that work? Why are they not working? And then in your what's coming out of your mouth is okay. So (laughs) and then you go on. Literally, you have to be like, okay, that joke didn't work. (laughs) All right, let's try a new one, folks. Um, cause uh, like I had, I have this one joke that would work backstage. Like every time I'd be talking to comedians, I would te- like, I'd kind of like test it on them or whatever. And they'd be like, like, you gotta, you gotta do that on stage. You gotta do that. And I'll, I'll do it on stage and it bombs every single time. Comedians have a different sense of humor yeah, than yeah. regular people. My yeah. friend. I think so. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. They are so blunt to regular, <laughs> to regular punchlines. And yeah. I remember the jokes that those guys used to tell in the, like in, when I worked at Yuck Yucks. Um, and I can tell you right now. Some of it's not okay. <laughs> like it's not okay. You have to almost go past the boundary because for them, for them it's the boundary part. The, the okay. formula is there. They know the point, and and I they would speak to each other, and the banter was very interesting because they, like when you speak to another comedian, they'll be like, okay, that's good. They'll like it. Not yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah, they'll like, like it. it. Go oh. ahead and do it. Right. Yeah. But the things that comedians think is fun are funny. Yeah. It's just a different. It's yeah. an all. I don't. I don't find. <laughs> I don't it's, find those. Uh, <laughs> so did you put on like a, a character? No. On the. No. You don't. Yeah. Like, do you no. have an? You don't have an alter ego no, persona. No, 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 no. Like you like, turn your no, no, head no, no, back. I thought I'm, his I'm view is really. I'm yeah. really. This yeah. is, yeah. Some people do. Don't get me because wrong. I feel like you need because, a shield. Yeah, like exactly. Something. Because of yeah. the uh, the attack that can come yeah. when you bomb. You know, you need a an alter ego character that comes on. Talk to a comedian after he bombed. Yeah. And, like, the problem about bombing is if your next show isn't the next day, 
When are you going to recover? You have to just sit and stew in failure <laughs> in the, in the until crop. the next time you can get on a stage. Oh, man. And that's the worst. Um, a lot of comedians I know, they like they do a personas. Or like, like, for instance, like Aziz Ansari. Yeah. When you watch him talk and stuff and then you see some of his like stand-up, you're like, oh. It's that, a persona. Yeah, like that seems more like, like his Randy bit. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, that's a persona. Whereas versus him. Uh, I... T- I don't do that, but for instance, I'll never talk about my family really? on stage. I'll, I'll talk about my wife, but I won't talk about my family. What are the things you say about your wife? I, I need to know. Uh, she has, uh, I always joke that she has terrible taste in men. Okay. <laughs> because uh, her celebrity crushes are... Uh, I like because she married him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was going to be it, but yeah. no, celebrity no, crushes. No, her celebrity crushes are Ronaldinho and Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. Really? <laughs> yeah, just terrible choices. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh... So I always make fun of like like she could like pick anyone in the world and she picks Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah. Why? Like no one picks Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> she does. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so that, So as far as family goes, that's as that's far as, far as, as you go. go. I won't okay. I won't talk about uh, I don't talk about my mom or dad or my brother at all. Okay. But I never will. And I, it was funny, I was uh we were doing improv and someone uh we were to act out a scene and the scene was about they were like what was uh, a moment when you got in trouble with your family mm. and I told the story and then they were acting it out and I had to act out the role of me okay Whoa, and that's uh, crazy. two yeah two people were acting out my mom and dad all right and they gave my parents accents and that did that, that offend that, you it I was so uncomfortable like the scene bombed horribly yeah because you were and I went up to them after and I was like look. Uh, it's my bad that it bombed. I should have supported you. I don't like my life to be on stage like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Watching you guys say things as my parent that my parents would never say, and talking like being like giving my mom like an Indian accent, like all what? these things. Yeah, like well, there's like a bad Arab accent that kind of went feared Indian, <laughs> brown skin. We're all the same. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. So, so, like for me, I remember I told the person who had set up that. That bit, that yeah. And I was like, "Hey, if you're ever gonna do that again, don't don't do that with me. Like, not yeah. not 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 as a like a warning, like a threat. Like, don't you do that. Like, more <laughs> of I never, I'm never, I'm to. never gonna be good on those scenes because mm. it's I'm so uncomfortable with the idea of that. Fair enough. So, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, that's interesting how um, in improv they, you know, the the two actors interpreted that your parents would have accents when yeah. you absolutely don't. Yeah. My parents have, like, some crazy accent. <laughs> like, some mad, but crazy, thick accent. My mom has a bit of an... My mom has an accent, for sure. But it's uh, an assumption. Yeah, but my but dad I'm meeting has, you, it's still an assumption. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's an assumption, but it wasn't the accent that they had. And, my, and that bothered yeah, you. Yeah, and it... Yeah, you know, it's like if someone's, like, you know, like... Oh, yeah, my dad and, like, some white guy, and I just start doing an Italian accent. <laughs> And you're like, what? Oh, I thought oh. all white guys are Italian. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's just for me, it's one of those where it's like, especially when they're saying, like, they're trying to talk like your parents. Hmm. I don't, uh, yeah, yeah, I it don't was, know. It was, just, it was a weird, I remember, like, it was, it was something that really I think it's because emotionally you've made yeah. this um, personal, professional, not professional, but like yeah. this line that we don't talk about the family. Yeah. The yeah. family's off limits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whereas if you, if someone came up and started making fun of my parents, I would probably laugh first and be like, okay, okay, stop, if they cross yeah. the line. But I don't have that. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't have that. Um, that sense that they shouldn't be t- talked about. about. I think they should be made fun of. Yeah, I, I, I tried. I tried writing material about my like. I tried writing material about my dad, 
and I just was so uncomfortable with it. Like, Are you? Do you um, feel like you don't want to hurt their feelings? Yeah, or, I think that. I mean, <coughs> or do they not understand the comedy? Or no, 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 my, <laughs> no. My parents understand English. They do. Okay. No, not uh, English. I mean, like, I'm not saying English. I'm saying some people don't li- wouldn't yeah. wouldn't understand. My mom would get it. Going, my mom would get it. That's what I'm like, trying to my say. My mom. Yeah. Um, okay, one of the first bit of comedy writing I ever did was after George Bush, the guy threw the shoe at George Bush. Mm. Yeah. I wrote this whole uh, satire on it being like, my mom would have never missed. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was I all totally, about, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. my mom, my mom like, could hurt. hit me and my brother with a sandal from, like, five miles away while on the phone with my aunt. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I, yeah. Could, yeah. I could do a whole, like, I wrote, so I wrote this whole bit about it. And it was fun. My friends loved it. It was killing it. And then my cousin was visiting my parents. And he's like, oh, you have to read this bit. And my mom called me up yelling. Oh, really? She's okay. like, oh, I hit you with the sandal, eh? I hit you. <laughs> and I'm like, no, mom, you never threw a sandal at me. She's like, oh, you better wish I don't throw a sandal at you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, I was... So that's what, that makes sense. And I think right when that happened, I was like, I don't want to ever be in that position again of, like, my parents hearing something and either having their feelings hurt or them not understanding it properly, like you said. Yeah. Or something like that. So I was very active to be like, okay, cool. Well, I'm that's just, caring. I, I just won't. Yeah. I don't want to put my family in that spot. Yeah, I dig that. I think that's. I, I think yeah. that's respectable. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So what exactly do you do in this coach? Is that courtyard playhouse your main hangout type of thing here? Or uh, yeah, thing? it's uh, it's probably my favorite place in Dubai. Absolutely. Okay. Um, we do. Uh, they do a lot of improv uh, theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do awesome vintage. Like screenings on Sunday, the like I think like the first Sunday or second Sunday of every month. They have a calendar that's worth checking out. So I, they do, I will check it out. Yeah, so they do this thing, speechless, which is my favorite thing on earth, which is improvised PowerPoint presentations. No way. Yeah, so we improv like a TEDx speech. That's mm. so funny. And uh, and you get judged and scored, and like you win or you lose. What um, is that? Is that um, is the, it something I could come watch? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. everything there is free. Okay. Everything well, is absolutely... Do you have to participate? No, 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 no. Abs- we do not want you, you on the work. stage. <laughs> uh, no, it's completely come on out. Uh, they do Maestro, which is every Wednesday night. And that's um, competitive improv scene okay. kind of stuff. And that's, like, I'm telling you guys, like, you, you, go to, you go to the courtyard once... And you're totally, like, you walk out being like, I can't believe that was, A, for free, or by donation, which you should donate, uh, and B, like, holy crap, that was really good. Like, okay, so the caliber... The caliber is there. Is and they, there. And they, okay. and they give courses, and they it's it's constantly training people, like, they we're, do, we're working on a kid's show right now, right. so there's going to be, I think, I think it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory this year, so it's going to mm-hmm. be an improvised telling of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Nice. Cool. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it's... To me, I think it, like it's one of the saving graces to my time here, because uh, there is where I get to be on stage again, which is something I missed. Like I didn't want to do stand up as much as I'd rather have done improv. Fair but enough. I just didn't have improv in okay. Egypt, so I just had to start doing stand up. That makes sense. So, so there's no improv in Egypt. <coughs> Not really. No. Really? Uh, maybe. Um, like uh, maybe in small. Maybe kind in Arabic. Of, I don't yeah. Know, but uh, I don't think so. Not really. It's not like there were. There are more. Theatrical actors Definitely. or really bad like drama and comedies. Yeah, like, it's a skill. Yeah. Oh, it, <laughs> hey man, like, Rob Schneider. Yeah, it's like. a skill to take it there. <laughs> it's funny. I've seen so many actors going to comedy, and then I've seen so many comedians going to acting. There's like such a natural. Link. It's a natural yeah. kind of yeah. transit. It's a natural part of exploring um, the craft. 
it's it's also you get bored. You get bored doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, look, as much as we all love Jim Carrey's earlier stuff, you know, you still watch the Truman Show. And you're like, love that movie. Uh, Jim Carrey, I've got to say, uh, when I when we first when I first the first time I watched him was The Mask, way yeah. way yeah. way back yeah. when, yeah. and I look at the trajectory of his career and his life and his ethos yeah. about the world, and I'm like, this man is a brilliant man. Yeah. He's yeah. brilliant. Like it's okay. I'll say this as a comedian, and I want to get your guys' point of view on this. So I feel nowadays comedians kind of try to be like the modern day prophets or like philosophers. And I'm I'm kind of not digging it in a way. <laughs> You're like I'm like, not a I, I, I like I like I'll watch like Russell uh, Brand. Russell Brand, yeah. yeah. And I'm always like, but you're preaching to the choir. Like you're preaching to the converted. Like his videos will be like, and he has modern world views. And I'm like, oh, you mean the truth? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, but it's on your YouTube page that is probably mainly watched by your biggest fans who probably already are on the same ideological wave as you. What's the point of this? Well, like, I I think I, I find it interesting because um, especially in places we were talking about the censorship that we experienced yeah. earlier in places like comedy and and you know you can you can express your political views yeah. without it being a ramming like ramming it into you know it's it, yeah. it softens the blow of whatever well, opposition uh, opposing op- opposing voice you have but when we take um, a Oh, yeah. just give me a... Yeah, I have this thought in my head. The thing about the, the Russell Brand type comedian mm. is that I think the belief is that if more people say it and we engage in our energy into believing or, or perpetuating this yeah. idea, it will become more of a reality it, or whatever it is. No, and I, and, I, and I don't doubt that it will, but again... But is that for comedy? Like, no, is no, that no, a no, place no, where... No, 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 no. Do you have a problem? Do you have a problem with him preaching to the choir? Do you have a problem with him going into this type of... Uh... No, no, I have... Okay, number one, all respect to Russell Brand. He's been through struggles. Oh, yeah, like, actually, I read, I yeah, read, I read, his, I read book, his book. I read his book yeah. and all that. Uh, I, don't, I don't mean it on an attack in that sense. What I meant is more or less like... Like, I'll have people walk out of my set. Um, like, I had this one set one time that had some, like, jokes or whatever... People would be like, so is that what you think of the world? And I'd be like, okay, calm <laughs> like, down. No. Like, 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 no. <laughs> like, like I, I had a joke in the middle of that set. Like, we can't, like, I just feel people are giving too much credit to comedians sometimes. Yeah. And, like, it's cool. Like, because my, they my, are in a public forum. Yeah. Because like, you are in a public forum say, saying something yeah. in a public space. Yeah, like, so. my, my problem with Russell Brandt, like, with that whole thing, and, like, the thing where I'm always like, I don't know, it seems kind of corny to me. Is he's like preaching? It, 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 there's no other word for it. It's preaching. Yeah. But he's preaching like this message that like a isn't really that revolutionary. It's not. Like he's like, what no. if we, what if we as a world just treat each other nicely? It's, it's not. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Like but it's very like, shareable content. It, it is, but it's also the people who are probably watching this. Like my my buddy Mike kind of put it perfectly to me one time. So you know, like when. Michael Jordan will say something like, you know, cops got to stop shooting black people. Yeah. That's a powerful statement. Yeah. Because people will actually say, I wonder what Michael Jordan's thoughts on this issue are. Yeah. When my buddy, Tom, is like, cops got to stop shooting black people, <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, Tom, we're all bored. Like, sure. Whatever, Tom. You're right. Like, no one... Because 
it's one thing for like a celebrity to come out and support a gay marriage. Yeah. It's one thing for a celebrity when you're coming out to your Facebook friends and you're saying to your Facebook friends like, "Hey, I support gay marriage." It's like most of your Facebook friends are probably ideologically on the same wavelength, wavelength yeah. as you. Yeah. And also it's like yeah. But is there something wrong with preaching to the choir? I always wonder about that. I'm like, isn't is it? But who, it's, but it's self-serving. It is. It's like it, who, it, like like. It is, but I think I'm 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 just not, I'm not even playing devil's advocate. I just had yeah. this thought, which yeah. is, um, they want to receive that information as well. True. They go, they've gone online and sought his channel. Every day you can listen to the truths because they feel like he, they want this information. So shouldn't he give the masses what they want? It's just kind of a yeah, thought. No, I, I, no, I get that. Like, got to give the people what they want. What they want. Yeah. And the reason that he has a forum is because there are people but who want to listen. then there's that, that other... Just to play devil's advocate, yeah, I thought I might as well, since you don't want to. <laughs> since you're not going to, I'll do it. Um, Somebody's got to do it. Right? I mean, somebody else could just come and say that, you know... He hasn't been very relevant for some time. So, hey, you know what? Do this to stay in the conversation. Ah, okay, yes. Actually, yeah. it might be a, a fame thing. That's actually yeah. a very good point. For me, it just seems... It's like... I look at it... I, I'm like, it's kind of corny. But I also... I'm like... Are you... It's just... It's like... It's like tricking yourself <laughs> off. Like, oh yeah, you're just self-serving yourself. We may have to yeah. cut this out, but it's yeah. a circle jerk. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like cause your friend that's sharing. Yeah, yeah, your friend that's sharing it. Here, I'll try to class you this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Say your point, or else there's a right. gaping uh, hole in the middle of our <laughs> in the middle of our, our podcast. Right. It's a, it's it's like it's like my friend who shares it saying, "Wow, this is so deep and thoughtful." It's. Kind of usually somebody that I'm like, I don't really want your worldview. <laughs> wow, was that you classing it up? No, that was me. That, I'm gonna get, I think I'm gonna get in trouble for that. No, one, not at all. I, 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 can, I can say it nicely. Like, yeah, what, what, yeah, I can say it. It's Wait, one second. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna My turn. Now I gotta cut that. <laughs> so base I think what I think what you're trying to say, and I understand, I, I actually agree, is that. Um, the the, <laughs> the, rest, the the whole thing about Russell Brand is and 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 his followers is that they are so some not all of them but some people are you are, are they have the blinders on those yeah. the, you know their blinders are on and they have this worldview that they're kind of just barreling forward with yeah. and if you have no room for discourse yeah. then there's no room for anybody else to no. get involved yeah. and that's why you feel like or people feel like I don't really want to hear your opinion because there's no room for me to give mine yeah. and I think that's kind of the heart of it it kind of reminds me of when there are these episodes on YouTube for a while the arrivals I don't know if you guys mm. ever seen those. Mm-hmm. And oh. <laughs> anyway, so I missed it. Oh, I, missed, missed it? I missed the arrival. They're like fifty-one episodes. They're like ten minutes each. Just check them out for the fun of it. Um, and when the arrivals came out, that's what everybody was talking about because <clears throat> it was talking about the masonry, the Illuminati. Oh, the, the Illuminati, and, yeah. And all that kind of talk, I right? I love. And injecting <laughs> religions, yeah. and you know, it became that yeah. type of show. And the thing is, there are certain things where like, hmm, okay, fine, that makes sense, I can get with that. But there are other stuff like, uh, you know what, I'd rather think for myself. Oh, no. this it's, 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 my, it's like David Icke. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So David Ike starts. Know, yeah. David Ike starts off with things. He's. This is how it goes. This is the David Ike trajectory. <laughs> starts off. He's saying something, and you're like, 
okay, yeah, okay. And then he's like, and everyone is like alien lizards, and everybody and has. And, and then he's yeah. like, oh, and all you have to do is just pull their mask off. I'm a, a, like, and he's like, around walking around us are what did he called them something like there was a word, and he the had reptilians, yes. reptilians, yeah, yeah. right? And so at the beginning, he locks you in yeah. with what sounds like actually logical thought and you're like okay 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 and then the critical mind once you hear the word reptilian <laughs> should engage and, and exit the room stage left stage right whichever way you need to go but some people <laughs> stay because yeah. they're so enamored and then you stay and then you're like Actually, I think everybody is. I, are you a rep- <laughs> then you start. Then you start you, thinking. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting thing because yeah, like maybe that's the downfall of discourse. And, <laughs> and I see it like, <laughs> like that's what happens when you let people have discourse. Yeah, the Russell Brand, like they hook you in with some rational stuff, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. they start feeding some propaganda. Like, when, was time, when was the last time you pulled somebody's face? Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I to think, the I'm truth like, is, we don't pull, pull enough people's faces. So how do we know? I don't know. I love I love Illuminati videos. Like that's that's my jam. That's my jam. Okay, I love conspiracy theories. Yeah. If you can day, bring me your good conspiracy theories, oh. because I'm down to hear you. I have right. an open plot. I have no discrimination. I will be like blank slate, tabula rasa. Tell me what you're. I, I will I, be in. Have you heard the Avril Lavigne one? No, I haven't. What? Please tell me. Okay, okay. <laughs> here so we go. I was reading about it's this. So a bit it always gets exciting. Yeah. Gather around, children. So, the, uh, so apparently Avril Lavigne died in like 2003 or something. And then now this is just some like body double. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Which is why like oh, her music fish. is so different. She started looking different. And they're like, right? look, she didn't like, evolve as an yeah, artist. She no. died, like, and someone oh, else. Her freckles, like stuff. <laughs> her but, yeah. freckles are off. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's like there's like an avril like because there was you know the Paul McCartney one. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So I think they think that that happened again, but this time with Avril Lavigne, who's as button, relevant as Paul McCartney. <laughs> hey, so. hey, as, as a Canadian, speaking, we all know what she's done. Yeah, oh yeah, in all honesty, <laughs> I don't, have don't make things complicated. Don't, don't complicate things here. Don't make us be the only Canadians who don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't. It's like the puck one. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yo, complicated. I'll still, I'll, I'll still jam to complicated. Everybody and, will. Yo, Everyone I don't care knows who the you words. are. Everyone knows the words. You're, you're driving late at night. Okay. It's no, no. It's like slightly foggy. <laughs> it's a damn cold night, and then everyone gets in, and everyone gets in, and yeah. you don't turn the music down. No, you blast. <laughs> you don't. You, you turn it you up. Roll the <laughs> down. Right. So I <laughs> the Illuminati videos. <laughs> yes, I'm with you. So the Illuminati videos. Yes, so the Illuminati videos. I'm into them. Share the guys. Yeah. If you got them, I love them. You seen the Kobe Bryant one? No, I haven't. Oh, that is the greatest Illuminati video. It's what? somebody that breaks down the Kobe Bryant Nike ad, the Pyramid of Success. Really? No. Which, by the way, is called the Pyramid of Success. So you can already see. Yeah, already. Where it's like, going okay, there. honestly, it's we like know where you're going to go with this one. And my, like, it's the greatest. Oh, like because nice. Aziz Ansari is in it, Kanye's in it, yeah, yeah. Tony Robbins in it, nice. and these are all like nice. fame, yeah, like Illuminati like, members. <laughs> and you're all like, and they're like, notice how like Aziz doesn't talk because if you're a lower ranking member, you're not allowed to talk to a superior. And I'm all like, nice. yeah, I love it. Like, I love pers- it. I love yo number one. On the real, I want to know. Let's say Illuminati's real. Let's say hypothetically and, 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 speaking. And, and, and the Illuminati's, you know, they're like, yo, 
We want we like the Duquesne podcast. (laughs) You guys, we want you guys to be. We get our invitation. We get our invitation. How quickly do you join, bro? Like, I don't want to say so fast, but like (laughs) real fast. Like, Like, I don't want to put a time. I don't want to be like. I don't want to put right now. (laughs) I mean. do you even have enough time it? to send an but. emoji response? Or are you already at the door? Be like, yeah. Heart eye emoji, heart eye emoji. That's <laughs> what like, I'm I, Yeah, I was talking. I was like, somebody was like, yo, what if the Illuminati is real? I'm like, I hope. <laughs> like, like, if they can like sign me up. Holla at you, boy. Yeah, you know like, I'm going to do what you need. <laughs> like, I just want, if, if want it is real, I'm... I, you know, I'm going to start a blog about me I'm going to be, I just start a blog and I'm going to make so a podcast. Meeting, and today's we'll meeting, you won't believe what that idiot said. What an idiot. Basically, uh, they're just trying to find triangles everywhere. What this, what this is, is a triangle hunt. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I mean, like, I will say there have been some compelling Illuminati videos where I'm like, it's almost too obvious. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, but those are, like, late night. Then, you should have been in bed three hours ago. Yeah. And, like, your Late night is when you're so susceptible to, like, all of the crazy conspiracy... But that's when you should watch conspiracy things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, you, it can't be, like, 11 in the morning and you're like, oh, time to watch a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, but I do. Like, <laughs> like, give me something to talk about at lunch when I'm meeting with the guys. Yeah, exactly, yeah. By, the, by, the, by the water cooler. Hey, guys, do you think uh, we're being poisoned by the water? <laughs> too, early, too early. Too early. To too early. We're not dying right Yo, now tweet me at 5 a.m i'll be all on board uh, i think i think that's you know what for me and when when i think about all of these things like the way it's just people trying to go negotiate life like mm. if you really want to put it down to what mm. all this mess is about youtube the internet has given people a public platform to negotiate privilege to negotiate life to ne- and this is how they've chosen to go ahead and do it right. and i'm okay with it yeah, because I'll, I'll, it, I'll it really board. doesn't affect me that much like no when people get really mad about it like yeah yes yeah, i'm always like, like yeah i mean let them like i think some people take it too far i'm gonna just say that much like people are like yeah, yo um, uh like let's burn all of kanye's albums i was like no man college drop is dope yeah. <laughs> don't <laughs> like, burn anything like, that's like, a great album you should you should really listen to it um but, like, yeah, I think, like, people are like, oh, Jay-Z, like, I'm like, whatever. It, for like, me, I just look at it, and I'm like, it's just marketing. Yeah. Like, all of the, like, all, the right. whole. Mm-hmm. They, they they took it, and they, they ran with it, They man. ran with it. They, they marketed the hell out of it. Yeah. It became a thing. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. And I think, look, I, I, I actually have no opinion about whether it's real yeah. or it's not. What I love is watching, I'm watching the sideshow. Yeah. I'm, like, watching yeah. it, and I love I it's, love the fact that people I think have that's like the these fun of being a bystander, right? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Watching this whole thing unfold. Yeah. I would, I would legit, if I was a musician, I would make a video that is just loaded with Illuminati. Uh, this has been done, man. Everybody no, just rinsed it. I, up. I would, I would legitimately do it, not as a parody or a non-parody. I would just do, do it, it. so that people could think, "Yo, he's in the Illuminati," and that gives me way more street cred. <laughs> you're, like, like, you're literally <laughs> writing the coattails of yeah, the quote-unquote like, Illuminati. But the, Illum- the Illuminati trend died. Yeah. Nobody. I, no, there's still some hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only thing you know, it's interesting. The the when when was the world gonna end in two thousand? Yeah, Y two K. Oh, no, that no, one. Y two K was yeah, yeah, yeah. Y two K two thousand, and then right before that, the cons- that's when I fell in love with conspiracy theories. Right before that, popping everywhere, and there wasn't like platforms like YouTube, like mm. you, you you I like literally people would come and show you things and be yeah. like, look what's gonna happen, and I love that the 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 fanaticism. Inter- like I was interested I, in that. You nailed it. So people like I always tell people, 
the reason why I'm not like a conspiracy theorist or like I, I don't really read like I'm not a Illuminati believer or whatnot or anything is because I have never had enough energy to care about something that to be not, fanatic about. Yeah, it. yeah, that does not like like the most I would be fanatic about is like my hockey team. Which hockey team? Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs. All right, fine. He's good. <laughs> He's fine. Yo, he can stay. I, I, bl- I, blog, I blog for him from here. Like, yeah. You do? Legit, yeah. I'm a diehard hockey fan. Like, No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just bought NHL 17. Like, that's what... Yeah. All right. So, wow. You're, that's, you're really that's, out of... You're really... There's, not, there's like, the hockey area. But that's the furthest I can go with my fandomonium. So, the point was, these conspiracy videos, they reminded, like, of uh, Russell's... Uh, yeah. His uh, truth... Oh, Russell Brand yeah. and his the truth. The yeah, yeah, so that's what it. That's the link I had to it. That's what we're trying to get. Also, to. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't By know if it discredits his videos, but he makes his videos like in bed. He makes them after he he's just finished yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of yoga, transcendental yoga. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Transcendental yeah. yoga. Like, and hey, look, I know you don't. You're not into that um, man bun situation, but <laughs> I'm I'm whatever. It's wait. It. Do you have a crush on Russell Brand? No, uh, I I just. I just I I think he had, he can speak to the let him preach to the choir let him preach. Oh, what he's I'm saying not is, stopping him. <laughs> like, you can't stop him. Like, I don't have no. that kind of pull. <laughs> Russell, Russell, stop. We're done. <laughs> Take it out. We're done now. Now I I think it's just I think it's just a matter of um, I do agree. There's. I some, just think DJ Khaled is doing a better job. DJ Khaled, oh <laughs> Yo, man, he, oh he man, is. fantastico. Can you can we? Okay, number one. I want to like, get him on the show. <laughs> I think we can. I bet you could. I bet. I bet if you reach out on the, the right channel, yeah, you can do it. Um, if you do, I would like to be there. <laughs> would like, you like to be there? I would absolutely like to be there. All right. Um, I think it's DJ Khaled was like really famous for just being able to get a bunch of amazing rappers on one track. <laughs> yeah, like he's like, let me get yeah. all your favorite rappers and put them on one track. Yes. which is really cool. That was his role in life. But yeah. the way that he repetitively marketed himself, yeah. was re- it, uh, to me it was remarkable on Snapchat. Really on that but platform. That, but that's the thing. Like when people are like, "Yo, you got to follow DJ Khaled on Snapchat," I was like, "No, I don't. Like, <laughs> I, I have totally you- have no reason." Like. <laughs> I don't think me and DJ Khaled need to be on that level. <laughs> and then five seconds into his Snapchat, I'm like, I need this in my life. This like, is, I was there. I said that. Yeah. I was there. You're yeah. in, and then you delete him, and then you're like, I should try, let's, yeah. let's see what my friend DJ Khaled's up to, and you add him again. Like, it's really, <laughs> I don't understand. I know why for some reason my colleague decided to pull up the video of him at, on Dr. Oz. Oh, my God. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> he was on Dr. Oz. He they got on, him on Dr. Oz. He I don't got even himself know why, on Dr. Oz. <laughs> but... You know how Dr. It always, Dr. Oz always brings these things that, like, the crowd could test and experiment mm-hmm. and, you know, like, oh, try this, cooking this food yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They just had a table with roses set up, and he comes in, and he's demonstrating how he does his videos. So he's taking a, a selfie video of him playing with the roses and talking to him and whispering, I love yous to the roses and playing like, with the pedal. Like, <laughs> they, like, do you know how expensive <laughs> airtime is? Do you know how expensive television well, time is? Like, what is it? It's... DJ Khaled a genius and we're all dumb? We, this is exactly what we said, man. This is... The one question you cannot answer. answer, You know what? Maybe that's the Dukan, like, podcast question, isn't it? Yes. Is DJ Khaled a genius or are we... Who's an idiot? Us or him? Who's an idiot? I think DJ Khaled is, like, that kid in class that is kind of, like, we're all kind of laughing at him, like, like not in a mean way, but we laugh at him. But eventually, he actually just starts kind of becoming smart and rolling with the punches, and it just starts working and working and working for him. I think he fell ass backwards, 
into this working. So I don't know. Let me restart this. Crap. I don't think it's that he's a genius. Okay. As much as he realizes, oh, this is working. I'm going to keep letting it working for me. Okay. I noticed you're wearing the Rockefeller records. Yeah. Thing. What do you know about Rockefeller Records? Uh, oh, Narcy. that's Narcy's yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you're just poking at that. Yeah, one. exactly. You're staring right at it. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to say about Narcy? He's a talented rapper. Cool. How'd you hear about Narcy? Uh, I was in his music video. Uh, Shut up. Yeah. Which one? Didn't see that coming. You thought you were going to get me like, oh, you're just wearing it because you think it's No, funny. no. I was actually just <laughs> asking. Because nobody uh, wears I found I had it. No, no, I, I found it at El Avenue. I was like, hey, it's a pun on a record label I like. Yeah. But where, which, which video were you uh, Bismillah. Um, oh, snap. Yeah. The, okay. the, first, the first day I did stand-up in New York was for this Arab show. And then the director of the video wanted to get all the Arab comedians to do to pop up in the video, mm. and I don't want to correct him and say like I am not at all worth like the camera time, so mm. I jumped on. <laughs> you're like I jumped yeah, that back yeah, so fast. I, I literally was like I'm huge in like Jamal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like I'm so big in Jamal yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm killing it right now. And then uh, yeah, so they video they videoed us, uh, and then like a year later that music video came out, and I remember. It was still very surreal because you're like, oh man, I'm in the video with like Brother Ali and stuff. Like, like there's <laughs> yeah. legit. You're in good company. Yeah, you're in good like, company, man. yeah, but like, uh, I think a minute twenty five or something. Good call. We'll check it out. We'll check it out. We'll take like a screenshot. But yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but that was a uh, that was cool. My brother was with me, and they took a video of my brother, but they didn't use him. So <laughs> how's that? How's that? Yeah. How did that pan out? <laughs> that, felt, that made me feel a bit better. No, uh, no, but yeah, uh, I really like. Uh, I really like Narcy. His last album was phenomenal. Like a lot of the stuff off of it, we were we were playing that in the office. Uh, my boy uh, Rami Afifi was blasting oh, it. Okay. Yeah, and I remember being like, "Yo, this is really good." And his video work, actually, he's been doing some he's really been doing cool some videos. Really good stuff, yeah. So I don't know. He's he's you know he's somebody who's working hard at it. He's God in respect, you know, he had his beef with Busta Rhymes, which is, I think, the coolest thing ever. If you're going to beef with anyone... Yeah, you might as well be Busta Rhymes. Yeah, it's like, why not? Uh, so, I don't know. I think I think he's really cool, and uh, I always try to support uh, things from the scene that I'm in. Uh, what is the scene you're in? Hmm. Oh, like, locally. Like, like in Ottawa, for instance, I would support my, my, my friends' bands. Like, I will buy their shirts. I will, yeah. hey, what can I do to support you guys? And, like, rep it or whatever. If my buddy has a clothing line that he's trying to launch off. Uh, like, I had a friend of mine in Egypt. He was, uh, he part owns, I think, Crack Baby, which they're actually getting bigger. Yeah, he has a Crack yeah, Baby? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a clothing brand. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's a clothing it's brand. brand. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember, I was like, hey, I'm going to, like, I'm going to New York. Give me the shirt. I'll wear it on stage. See, but that's how you so, support. It's very yeah. interesting, isn't it? Because it it is we when you're when you're an artist right now or or a band or a business. Yeah. That's the way you support people. Yeah. You rep their gear. You tell people about them. You say they're good. You say you know. Yeah, I, I, it's like it's like the bare minimum you can it's really literally do. Literally, the bare minimum you can do. Like, take my sticker, put it on your shed. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the word like. So I was on I was on this flight and this girl next to me had like the coolest like little like monster stickers I've ever seen. Yeah. And then I'm like, "Yo, these are these are really cool." She's like, "Oh, here, reaches down and just pulls out like a stack of them." <laughs> she's and like, she's "Take like, them." <laughs> here, they're actually like they're my designs. Oh, great! But she's like, they're also the mascots for my band. So if you want, stick these everywhere. 
um, they look really cool, but also it'll lead people to my website. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's it. Basic, and it was like right? one of those where I'm like, yeah, okay, that that checks out, and it's I think, <laughs> checks out. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> 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 like, um, yeah. Like yeah. I think Melvin Branville, like the clothing line, like mm-hmm. they make a lot of fun stickers. They do, and they know that people like they'll just say something like a queen of ev- of everything. We'll yeah. be one of them. Sorry for swearing. Uh, that's what it says. We just honk you out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, get ready for honk. Um, but anyways, <laughs> honk, honk, honk. Uh, yeah. So they give you these stickers for free in their shop, and they're like, "Yo, yeah. put them everywhere," because totally. nice. it just says the brand all over it. It does. It. So. Yeah. yeah, and I rem- like actually a lot of um, we we I've been here for quite a while, and a lot of guys that I knew in our industry actually went to school with Narcy way back when. Mm. Yeah. And mm. they knew him when he was literally selling his CDs or the, out mm. of the back of his car. Yeah. And what? How do you support? You buy his CD, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you tell your friends, and you show up at the show, and you right. like that's how you, at the bare minimum, try and support good talent. And yeah, like use what you can. Like I mean. I remember I was DJing one night and I just reached out to a buddy of mine. I'm like, "Hey, just toss me your like toss me your song. I'll make sure that I play even for like a couple of minutes while I'm there, just so that maybe somebody might hear it and be like, "Hey, that was a really good song. What was it?" And I can lead them towards your. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I I find like I know some people uh, don't do these things, yeah. but I just don't get it. But why? Yeah, why? I, Let's I'm, like I'm I want to explore yeah. that because yeah. I wonder why wouldn't you do that? Like why he's going out of his way kind of but we know so many people who wouldn't who don't yeah Yeah, I've never got that like uh, I was like you know like I would roadie for my friend's band back in the day like I would legitimately uh, the first ever time I did stand up was I was emceeing his show yeah and he was like hey we need somebody to introduce us can you just get on this mic and like talk to the crowd for a bit and I was like yeah no problem then I got up there I'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) this is this is petrifying um, I don't know. Did you get that blood rush afterwards? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, no, I mean, I think, I, I think a lot of people don't want to, like, okay, hypothetically, you don't like your friend's band. Yeah. Right? You then say, yo, like, you're wearing their shirt. And someone's like, oh, they're instantly linking you with that band. Like, totally. as if you're a fan. So some people are like, oh, I don't want to be, to to be, be associated. associated. Oh, oh, you mean like like when Narcy was arguing with Busta? <laughs> and yeah. you're like, I don't want to be associated with that <laughs> well, argument. Yeah, like, I was totally like, Narcy. Tear <laughs> <laughs> Money is a dope track. <laughs> Let's not beat that song. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it is. It is. You don't want to be... Uh, you know, you don't want to. I guess it is. It, it you you have to kind of choose the way that you want to be represented as well because yeah. you are kind of judged for the you know the people and the products that you wear and the uh, sorry yeah the the bands and the products that you wear. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's tough out there. It's a tough game. Yeah. So that, a little support. Well, like the other the really cool thing though is like like the Narcy's hat. I've had so many people have conversations with me. Totally. Totally. Who are like, oh, you're a Narcy fan? It's like, yeah, yeah, me too. And like, we end up talking, and everyone has like a story about Narcy. And Mm. it's also a really cool icebreaker. I mean, I'll say I wear this hat pretty often, but I more often wear my like Toronto Raptors hat. Oh, yeah, you wear a Raptors hat? Yeah, like I I, I rock a Raptors (laughs) hat. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome home. No, uh, so I mean, I don't want to pretend that I walk around being like I only support local. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, but it's actually really tough to only support local. Like yeah. if you had, if you tried to only support local, mm. you'd you'd you'd, yeah. you'd actually be struggling. Like what what what? Who you? We'd all look the same. 
<laughs> like That's wearing true. amongst I mean, you jerseys. Yeah, I was gonna say amongst you all and, day. Yeah, but okay, I wanna I wanna ask your thoughts on this. So when I first moved out here, thanks to OT, I found out about amongst few, and I was like, cool, local brand, I'm gonna go support it. And then like I saw the pricing, and it like it hit that Same, point right? <laughs> of like it, it I want to support it. you. Really, I do. Uh, <laughs> like, for real, I do. The stickers are free. Yeah, like, yeah. Stickers, oh, stickers are, are everywhere. Free. I will sticker my life. Yeah. But I'm like, that leather t shirt is how much? Like, sweatpants? Like, legit? Like, I, well, it's okay. I can, I can speak to this. I can speak to this, you cheap bastards. <laughs> um, but no, what it is. Oh, I, I'm, I'm super cheap. Yeah, you're like, don't worry, I'm frugal as all hell. No, I think, I think what it is is in, in, in Dubai specifically, because yeah. that's where Amongst Few started. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. It's really tough to get a business off no, the ground here. Yeah. And if you want a flagship store and you want uh, whatever, you actually, and you want employees, that, you need unfortunately your pricing it, raises, a, your, the price. it, it raises the price and I kind of call it like you ever hang out with MT he'd swear by his Peruvian cotton on yeah. his and, and right? that quality yeah. it, it, oh. it costs and you, you can, know what I mean you can, like look like call a spade a spade it's a quality shirt it's a quality oh, shirt yeah. you know what I mean and you pay but, for that so and that's the thing like it, it was one of those brands like oh so but you're asking like, for a back alley shirt yeah. <laughs> that's you like, know, <laughs> no but like for instance like I think the cool thing about Amongst Few is that the quality is there and it's kind of obvious that, like, as much as you rocking it would support them, it's kind of like, yo, I rock Louis Vuitton because I want to support the France company. Like, they'll, they'll be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, yeah, but like, I think... Because the quality's there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think uh, anything that honors quality at the beginning, mm. especially a startup, will will have that high we'll pricing that. because they don't have the mass yet mm. to kind mm. of drop the... It's a whole. It's it's a wholesale it's a formula. Yeah, yeah, it's a wholesale formula. Well, then you have to create some kind of value outside of the fact that it's just cool and high quality, right? I think it it is a part of a very unique movement. I mean, when amongst we say you, amongst course, you, yes, it yes. speaks to our scene. As we all know, here's the best uh, part is that in the past, I mean, that's the thing. For one, it's because we it's know like MT and Flow, right? But what happened as well is that it launched this wave of other brands that yeah. started popping up yes. as well. Yes, and what? I'm not very familiar thing? with those other brands, <laughs> I have to say, but I, as in, I'm not, I haven't, you're not the first person to say that to me, yeah. and I'm like, well, then we should be exploring this, isn't yeah. it? Isn't it something we should yeah. be, you know, mind. isn't this rabbit hole something we should endeavor definitely. down? Well, yeah, I, I think definitely, like, you could always kind of see people who start a trend, Yeah, yeah. and I don't want to call it a trend because trends, everyone says you know, like, they fade. They fade. <laughs> but I don't think, like, this is more or less a trend. I think, like, it's a clothing line. But I think they give other people courage. Yes. So you mm-hmm. might not know they exist, but, like, Buddy, you know, in Sharjah or whatever, who has some really cool designs, is like, you know, maybe I can put this on a shirt and yeah. sell it. And when you see local brands, like, I mean, again, my I've only lived here for, like, a year, so... When I went to Soul DXP last year and I saw Amongst Few, I was like, yo, this brand's, like, local? Man, this is, like, they had a really nice setup. Like, I was like, yo, this is really cool to see this kind of quality coming out locally. So I think they they open doors for sure. Whether yeah. you know of other clothing lines is besides the fact, but they do open those doors for They people. do. And, I mean, the, the, the one thing that I always believe in is that... You have to stand. It, it, you need. I, I'm an entrepreneur, so mm. well, and I, I don't like using that word, but you need businesses that represent the movements in the city to mm. kind of get the word out about what the people want. And I think that's part of what 
you know, I built my business on and the businesses that I love stand for something yeah. within a cultural arena. And if you look at everything from, I mean, in hip hop culture, if you look at everything from baby fat to FUBU to they, it, the, the culture, the, the culture that they represented was a part of the music, the clothing, yeah. the food, the, you know, graffiti, everything yeah. was kind of ingrained into that. It, like, if, you know, intertwined into that kind of mess, if you will. Yeah, because you... It's you, important. You, well, you can even just, I guess, um, like, FUBU, without FUBU, you don't have Fat Farm, you don't have... Yeah. You know, you don't have... Uh, Mark Echo, Echo, or Echo. Mark yeah, Echo. Mark Echo, You don't Echo, have, yeah. like, exactly. you know, all these, all these... Whether they lasted or not, or what Fubu has become now, which is like a mass conglomerate, like all that is. Uh, I'm talking and it, about and like was, seven. Yeah, even before Fubu, what's that dude's name? Um, Nike. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, so this guy, what he used to do was he used to create kind of jumpsuits from like an LV, uh, like an LV design, and he'd oh. make like, jumpsuits off of them. They're like Gucci. The designs. creator of Fubu. No, no, no! Oh, before, okay. before Fubu, this oh, okay, okay, came yeah. way this back was like when. Before, yeah. because yeah. you know, at, it was at a time where none of the people, none of these people, could afford an LV jacket, yeah. right? So he would actually just find material and make it look like it, and just stitch jackets out of them. Uh, and he used really? To sell them. Yeah, and he actually had a store. Like he was a hit for a very long time, and then he inspired before Fubu. There's the other movement of the pop colors. Oh, I yeah. remember right, the I very like strong flashy no, colors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I may or may not have been a part of that movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I a... may or may not have fronted <laughs> it, that. It, <laughs> it came back for literally like a week, two years ago. Yeah. And I was and in. I was like, everyone was like, Ali G? No, I was in. I was in. Bomber jackets. I was in. Oh, were you walking like the starter jackets and all that? 100%. Out of starter. Yeah, I looked like a little puffball walking around. On that note, it's it's 5 o'clock. I think we're done. <laughs> I, think, I think we've gone to that point where we should be going home. Yeah. What are you gonna do now? Uh, Michael Jackson t-shirt. Yeah, I got a. Thank you. I don't know if that. Is <laughs> no, I like your shirt. Yeah, I like your shirt. Uh, I got to. I got a buddy in town from Saudi. Nice. So hanging out with him for a bit, and then I'm uh, supposed to go to the theater house. Tonight. Tonight, because we're rehearsing for. Like, I don't know how we rehearse improv, but apparently they're going to run us through the... I was about to rehearse? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they're just going to explain to us the layout and stuff, mm -hmm. and like just more or less us just play and figure out... What time are you going? Oh, it's not. there's no performance tonight. Oh, it's just like a thing? Yeah. Performances are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 8 p.m. And I recommend the Wednesday show for sure. I recommend Speechless like crazy. Uh, you know, there's no bad show on that. Like all the shows are, they do screenings of theaters from the National Theater House nice. live in England. Really, they live screen, so you can That's watch like cool. Helen Mirren on stage live. Yeah, this is really not marketed well enough in this town because everybody yeah. should go. No, it's it, like it blows my like when I went there, I was like, "Yo, do you, are you guys? Did you guys see that guy at America's Got Talent? The guy with tape on his face? Yeah, yeah, he performed there in uh, March or what? April." Like, I ran the lights. I worked the lights for that guy's show. And it was, like, I think 15 Durham's to get in. What? I think it was. Okay. Or something. And yeah, it was well there. Marketed. And now he's all over America's Got Talent. And, like, my, my friend till now is still texting me, like, yo, thanks for making sure I go to that show. 
because I saw it the first night, and I'm like, you guys have to go, and now he's, like, winning America's Got Talent. Amazing. Yeah. Well, okay, you obviously, obviously, it's, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, Courtyard I'll, Playhouse. I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely go. Yeah. yeah. Stand up there for the Desi crowd. They do a Desi show. Um, it's just, yeah, like, legit, and they, they have a schedule up, and it's, it's worth checking out. Cool. Cool. Oh, she... Uh, also, check out Almost Viral. I did so much PR for the, the we was theater house. To talk about yeah, that. I did so much PR for the theater house that we forgot I about am, Almost Viral. Yeah, okay. Well, but no, but you did say you did. So, you did. I know say, it's fine, but do you have time? No, I'm sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you're saying Almost Viral? Uh, yeah, Almost Viral. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but we did talk about we did talk yeah. about it do for we, a sec- for a, like for a oh, second. You yeah. I'm surprised that Almost Viral took it back seat. Yeah. Are you the one? Oh wait! Uh, number one, more time. In my life, <laughs> are you the one? Is like one of the most important things. Like that in the real world are like my jams. <laughs> There's something else called the real world. Real world MTV show. MTV real world. It's still yeah. It's, it's still, still going. It's like first thirty two. Okay, that's actually one. It's like season thirty. No, it's still going. Now we're going on to thirty three. Well, when it started, it was like the first, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was the, the, the first real world, I think, was the first MTV reality show okay. in that format. Where no, it was the first reality TV show ever. Okay, yeah. okay yes. Like in, of that style, yeah. Of that style, yeah. exactly. They and it. Basically, it's a bunch of people in a house. Wait, whoa, whoa. Come on. <laughs> all right, all right. It's a great show. I love, I love the Here world. Here we go. I, I, you know, I love reality TV. All right. Um, okay, uh, real important, almost viral. It's... Uh, it's... <laughs> I so I saw it. that one yeah. fitness episode. Okay. Yeah. Juicing. Can I explain almost viral? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> almost viral. Rami acts on almost viral, and what I gather yeah. is it's actually a Dubai-based YouTube yeah. channel that is based on kind of characters that would be in YouTube. And mm. so that so they're building. You know how YouTube yeah. has these characters like the beauty vlogger or yeah. the yeah. fitness guy or whatever. And so it's almost a parody on all of these people. That's yeah. kind of and that's pretty much it. It's it's uh, they're almost viral. Like they're vloggers who are big, but they're not viral yet. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, like a, it's like a yeah. series of episodes so about of these these people. I work on the one where it's the yoga guy. Yeah, it's me and Deshaun and. Uh, and I'm his uncle. Uh, he's a he, he's a white guy, and I'm a brown guy. So that, that, there's there's some casting issues from day one. No, it's a multicultural <laughs> yeah. society. You're the one with the issues. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just think genetics. <laughs> like no one has asked at all. Like, and he has an accent and stuff. And no one has at any point been like, "How's that work?" So I'm all like, "Sweet, um, man." I like it's. I think it's. I think it's a lot of fun. It was really cool. They. It's kind of like why, like when people say, "Hey, do you want to do this?" I'll be like, "Sure," and I did it, and it's really cool. And it's put together by uh, we got uh, Wesley is the guy who conceptualized it, and then you have Jess and Maggie who write the episodes, and then Wes and like Rita they direct, and then you have Karen. Like the cool thing, what I love about so this project, you got a whole team yeah, there's the whole team. Yeah. What I really love about this project is how much everyone's just doing it by passion. Yeah. Like, it's just really cool to see something locally made. Mm. And it got on TV.ae. Yeah, um, Marwan's... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. on there as well. Yeah, great. So you can watch it on there. And, you know, honestly, um, we were talking earlier how you can support friends and support locally. And I think just watching something or sharing something like that... Definitely. 
it's, it, it helps. It, it, it does help. But and, it's yeah. speaking of virality. We were uh, Jib and I were actually talking about the issues we face as creators, content creators mm. in this town. Um, virality and getting a mass audience to watch something like yeah. almost viral. Are you guys? What's what's the journey? What's the struggle? What's uh, the, the struggle is definitely the eyeballs. Yeah. And stuff. Mm. Um, I think one of the one of the hardest issues is that you have three separate storylines. Okay. So each time there's a new episode, it doesn't relate to the episode before. It actually relates to like a different. So I think that's also they just should organize it in playlists. But that's well, no, no. I think they they do do that on their own. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like for you as like if you're somebody who's keeping up with the show, it it's a bit. But but then again, like what if you like one storyline but you don't like the other story? Like but college humor began like that. College humor began yeah. with like skits that were almost disconnected, yeah. but then eventually the they, the ones that got viewed kept yeah, were kept true. like Jake and Amir, yeah. you know, and yeah. then the rest of them kind of fell. But I would I would always have it in the recommended <laughs> list, anyway, yeah. So like you can link yeah. it back together. Yeah. I just wonder about how are how are we going to get traction in this town it's or still, in, like you know when like when David started out yeah. way back when we were still in university at the time, right and. David puts out his first... And here's... The, the funny thing is, it's not just like if you... Tabit, uh, Telfaz, and U-Turn. When all these guys did something, their first episodes or the episode that got them famous is the same episode that got them to trouble. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So right? you need that, like, hyper-controversy. Yeah. Like, with Tabit, it was the one about, oh, how to pick up girls in Dubai. I remember that one. Right? I did like that one. Though. Episode one, <laughs> it was just like... Shot at 2, 3 a.m. on campus. As a joke. And it was a joke, and it decided, you know, let's go with it. And he got trashed. People didn't even know he was local, you know, with the dreadlocks and the whole thing. Yeah. And it just became a storm. Yeah. Right? And he was on Emirati forums and websites, and people are talking about him, and they're trashing him. And I think until this day, it had the most views, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Right? And... That's kind of, for some reason, that's what gets, that's, yeah, that's the, what yeah. people like to see. They like that drama. But yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's like, how many, like, I haven't watched Kanye West as famous, because hmm. I actually like Kanye West. Yeah. Like, and I was just you like, you don't want to see run it. Like, I'm like, I don't want to indulge this. Like, yeah. I feel like, I felt like this was like, un- like, I don't like when, I don't like when Kanye does stuff, I feel that is just for the shock value. Like I'll just be like, you know what? No, mm-hmm. I want to. I want to enjoy this. Like, kind of like that. College video. dropout all day. <laughs> yeah, college, exactly. Um, I find often when we do things like you're saying, uh, not for shock value, but we do things that get us in trouble. People will watch it because people always want to know well, why did that? Get why did that happen? Oh, it's because you want to watch them fall from grace. I yeah, just, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, going, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to see them talk at trees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So I th- like that's never going to change. Um, what what does almost viral need to do in your opinion to get the eyeballs that you guys need? Just keep at it. You yeah. think it's consistency? I think Always. I think it's consistency, and I think um, have we tried to reach out to other YouTube uh, people? People uh, who kind of like it's a mockumentary, right? So yeah, maybe, maybe people who are you, you, you would That's or not just that. I think would be f- like what I would find because funny, maybe because of, maybe yeah. because of my dark humor, is if you'd actually get. A fashionista to play yeah. an almost viral fashionista. I think that's, I, yeah. yeah, that might be it. It's just that cross, 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 yeah. cross yeah. Like, uh, I think that's, I think that's a natural thing that's probably going to have to happen at one point or another. I think if, um, so the first season of The Office 
the American one was awful. Like it's a it was a, yeah. it was bad. It bombed. Yeah. yeah. The second season is one of my favorite seasons of any television show. I agree. Something and happened. It well, they realized. The okay, no, it wasn't just that. They realized. The okay, wait. Format. We don't need to just do copy and paste the Brit show into American show. We can actually just utilize the concept and then make it our own. Uh, yeah, and that's when it became successful. But it was also, and I think the characters almost um, the characters begin to began to know yeah. themselves. You know, uh, some of the character development in the office you could write like you could write a perfect character study on someone mm. like Dwight. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so the characters are really deep and complex, and they're funny. Their complexities are exposed. It's really interesting. Um, but maybe yeah, that takes time. So yeah, I think I think. As long as we just keep at it and keep going, hopefully things will work out in the future. But it's one of those things where, yeah, I think the more you... Um, feedback's been pretty good for, for yeah. the most part. So Have you created a dialogue with people who like watch the show and ask them what characters do you want to see? Uh, I mean, I'm just an actor in it. So oh, okay. my I thought you were kind of right. No, uh, I might be helping out on the right team this upcoming season. Nice. But I'm at, at the time I'm an actor, so whenever I get feedback, I try to parlay it. But it's a lot of things where it's like it's not in your hands. It's not in my hands, and it's also one where it's like, you like, do I like? It's someone's opinion, so I don't. What if it doesn't come across properly, or I'm not explaining that person's point of view, and then it causes them to do something with the show, and they're like, oh, but Robbie. You said that people want, and I'm like, oh, I guess I misunderstood. Yeah. So it's 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 tricky. Like sometimes I feel there's a know your role, like know know your lane and stay in it, and uh, that's what I definitely do on that. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Check it out. There it is.
You can continue the conversation with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Dukan is hosted by OT, Irshad, and Tufus. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OT Official and at Irshad underscore INI. And you can also reach Tufus at soundcloud.com slash Firas dash Ibrahim. Salam.